We serial killers are your sons, we are your husbands, we are everywhere, and there will be more of your children dead tomorrow. A quote by Ted Bundy. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode on one of your fave podcasts. It's Barb here. How's it going, Shay? It's going good. I very much enjoyed our conversation before this episode. We took like <laughs> 20 minutes and we're talking about meat for some reason. Just meat. <laughs> yes, just a whole conversation, but it was great. You know, that's what happens when we record in person. But yeah, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. That was a very interesting conversation. <laughs> we said we may one day cover a podcast just about meat. And when we're talking about <laughs> meat, I know it's weird, guys, but please tell me you have never thought while cooking chicken or some kind of beef like, oh my God, am I really about to eat this? Because it's a thing, I feel like. <laughs> Especially the bigger cuts of chicken. It looks too much like chicken to me. I'm like, okay. They be staring back at us, I, I swear. I know. I'm like, no, they got to be itsy-bitsy small yes. pieces <laughs> of chicken for me to eat it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we just kind of went off the rail here. But I'd like to mention that today's episode is a special one. It's one that you've had the opportunity to vote for all month. And it's finally here. It's time to see what case won the most votes. Thank you all for voting and be on the lookout for a new voters episode poll on May 1st. Shay will finally be covering that one. I know. It, for some reason this month or this year has been like Barb covers, Barb covers, Barb covers. Shay cover one, Barb covers again. I don't understand <laughs> what was happening, but yeah, we're trying to... I'm just it's, super yeah, excited. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Barb was like, finally, day. I know, but I want to say that this one will be a little bit shorter, and we'll kind of talk about that in a minute. But with the opening quote, I think it really sits with serial killers. And Ted Bundy most definitely knew what he was talking about. His statement is true, that we can envision serial killers being everywhere, even our husbands. But what humanity doesn't like to think that a serial could even be is your very own son. Your eight-year-old son, in fact. Today's episode, we are diving head deep into who Armadeep Sada is and why he was named the world's youngest serial killer. Trigger warning. This case is short, but does contain brutal content to children, so if this is a trigger like for you, please skip today's episode. Well, are you ready, Shay? I'm so ready. And by the way, that Armadeep one. Yes. Did you vote did you want Armadeep? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, I've never I've never seen like heard of his his the story or anything like that. Yeah, me either, which I thought was again really weird like just as much as of like crime fanatics mm -hmm. we are um i got most of my information from wordpress.com and the encyclopedia of murderers so like i said this case is going to be a little bit shorter and i'll kind of tell you why later but i did cover the other option we had for the voter poll last week so i kind of gave you two for one because this one's going to be a little bit short nice now Armour Deep was a little boy born in India in 1998. 
His parents were a very poor couple. His family were pretty much on the low economic side of India and he had many sisters and brothers. There wasn't too much on the background of Amardeep other than a few places where it stated he seemed somewhat aggressive depending on the situation involving him. That was pretty much it. And I could assume that maybe it's because it was all the way out in India. So yeah, that in like 98 99 and like if it was eight year 2000s or whatever that's whenever it was all like about technology and like things were were booming and it and just I, also uh, 9-11 happened so a lot of things were yeah. happening that the u.s was just like not focused on anywhere else exactly right? and i think too that since it was such a low economic um place in India that you didn't have the technology there or the documentation maybe that we would have had that can translate all the way over to the United States yeah so it all started in the year 2006 when he would murder his first known victim who was his very own cousin and this cousin happened to be only a year old he would murder his baby cousin by strangulation Roughly six months later, after the slaying of his cousin, he did the same thing to his six-month-old baby sister. Now, Armadeep has two murders on his hands, which happen to be his very own family members. After murdering these children, he would return to his chores or his home and act like what he did wasn't the worst possible thing someone could ever do. And I don't... Like, I have an eight-year-old daughter yeah and he was eight so I'm constantly like trend like kind of saying comparing maybe yeah and I'm like how could you how could you like you're not you know well yeah. enough not to do something like that but like at the same time we assume that they know well enough not to do something like that yes, and then true. that's how they get away with it you know a lot of people say you're born a killer you know and sometimes you are sometimes it it's nature versus nurture right so this is definitely a nature situation because yeah Mm -mm. okay so (laughs) well after the police ended up getting involved armadeep's uncle would be interviewed and he actually told the police that his family and nearby neighbors and villagers knew of the brutal killings committing or committed by this little boy but all decided not to report the killings because they believed it was and would remain as a family matter um negative Mm-mm. Mm, he needs to be in prison yes <laughs> so like i get some people believe differently around the world but are you kidding me i do not understand this at I, like at all how are you gonna just scoop it under the rug and be like oh well this is family you killed our family let's keep it family no that would never happen and I understand, like, the low-income community, they stay closer, you know, a lot of them don't like police and stuff like that, and I'm just like, mm, no, how about you get the help, give him the help that he needs, or he's gonna kill your kids. Yep. Like, that's, that's where it comes, like, you cannot trust this little boy, an eight-year-old boy, to be around your children. Mm-hmm. So who else are you gonna play with? I know, and not he only that. He needs to just go ahead and... But, like, as a mother, I would feel the need to get 
the help for my kids so that mm -hmm. they don't continue going down this path. They're going to throw their whole life away. Like how, like you're just continuing and allowing this behavior. Not only that, but he literally murdered his own sister. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like, so that's oof. basically she's, she lost a, a baby. So maybe she's saying, I don't want to lose another one. Maybe. I don't know. I don't it's, know. that's a hard situation to be in. Yes, I can agree. So now I would like to say that this little family scandal wouldn't last long because our killer wouldn't keep his killings in the family circle forever. A six-month-old little girl named Kushbu was sleeping all alone in a primary school while her mother, Chun Chun Devi, was busy at home taking care of chores that needed to be done around her house. This is when the killer snuck into her classroom and scooped her up. He walked her into nearby fields a little ways away in order to not be seen or heard by anyone. He proceeded to strangle the infant and then picked up a rock laying nearby and smashed her head in. He then attempted to bury her little body by covering it with grass and leaves. After committing this evil act he walked back into his village and i saw articles where it said he had boasted about what he had done by saying like oh i just i just murdered a baby telling nearby villagers but i also saw a post where they started to ask like where's kushbu like where is she and mm -hmm. he was like oh i killed her so like he it just didn't i don't know which one it was but it was either one of those yeah he then brought some of his local villagers to the spot he laid her in and pretty much was like, there she is. This angered and saddened the baby's mother, Chun Chun, and this is when she decided to get the police of India involved. I'm not too sure if she knew about Armadeep's previous murders. It didn't specify while I was researching it, but as a fellow villager or a family member, it really angers me that no one got the police involved before this. Yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. Like, why were people leaving their babies unattended and why wasn't this a bigger issue than what it was in the first place? Why were, if she was at a primary school, why were teachers walking out of the probably type hut or very i mean it's accessible why is he even allowed near children yes but then again people may have not known maybe like they said it was a family matter so they kept it to themselves and didn't tell anybody outside of their family yeah that's... and so when he goes to primary school none of them know well it said that neighbors and some of the local villagers uh, knew they just thought that they were going to respect the family's wishes and keep it like hush hush you can forget the respect because you lost it <laughs> yep so once chun chun told authorities an officer named shak runhan kumar made his way out to speak with the little boy and his family he noted that Armadeep didn't really speak he had little to say but smiled a lot and asked for biscuits a lot after getting him in custody, he confessed to the two other murders of his baby sister and baby cousin. And right off the bat, they wanted to run a series of psychological tests on him to see what was really going on in his brain. Like if he may have been suffering from a possible chemical imbalance or if something deeper was festering in his mind. 
A local psychologist named Shamshad Hussein ran a test on Armadeep, which he believed resulted in the child being a sadist, someone who thrives off of inflicting pain on others. There was also another doctor who studied the mind at Patna University, and he concluded that based on his very own knowledge, Armadeep didn't quite understand right from wrong. Like what he was doing was very bad. Yeah, because it, it almost seems like he didn't because he was boasting about it. To, or if, if whichever version is true, he was kind of like, it didn't who face cares? Like, yeah, like what he, he wasn't connecting yeah. the dots that what he just did was the ultimate sin and crime that he could yeah. ever commit. Now, I know we didn't cover much of his background um, of what life was like for him as a child or anything like that. We also don't have access to the records of the psychological evaluation, so we may be completely off in terms of mine and Shay's views, but as we always discuss, I want to ask you, what do you think of the different viewpoints from the specialists? Which one do you think would be more likely true? I think the definitely the one um, about not the sadist one because I feel like if he was a sadist, he would he would like not boast about it because it would be something that's personal for him, and I think it's more of like he thinks it's okay in his in the way he thinks he's like this is fine I don't understand what's wrong and maybe he was exposed to something like it and. The family never knew or the family never spoke out about it or whatever but i definitely think it has to do with a i think this is okay and i want to tell you about the good thing that i did today i mm-hmm. want you to be proud kind of situation and in his head it didn't click that no that's actually a pretty bad thing because the family was just sweeping under the rug like nothing was wrong mm-hmm. you know yeah and i think i could agree with that and it makes me wonder if they were sweeping it under the rug because they knew of his mental state and maybe they feared that they were going to take him away because maybe there was a chemical imbalance or maybe he wasn't quite there yeah like the other student yeah or or other kids so maybe they thought like they were going to institutionalize him and never get to see him again and they were fearful of that but now you never get to see three children again yeah that also that and like along the lines of they also were in the lower income community and so they maybe they couldn't afford Mm-hmm. sending him to a therapist and all that stuff you know yep. they don't have the same access that a lot of others would have right so yeah well good good thoughts good theories these are all theories guys so of course there was a court trial and he was found guilty in the death of Kushbu. he was sent to Bigusari remand home which is for juvenile delinquents and also requested that he have his own ward so that he does not harm any other children staying there. India is not a country in which kids can be trialed as adults. So while researching it, it stated that he was given roughly three years in the remand home and doctors were doing what they could to help his mental state. According to SoSerialWorldPress.com, The last time anyone has heard from Armadeep, whose name changed to Samarjit, or I think that's how you say it, was in 2015. And he spoke out telling media that he was staying at a youth home until the age of 18. So 
he would be 24 years old right now so he's out somewhere yeah and i'm not too sure where life has taken him now i am hoping he received the right medical treatment and that he feels sorry for what he has done and hasn't hurt anyone else since 2007. i am also hoping that with all these years that have passed the families affected have received some sort of peace with the tragic deaths of their loved ones yeah i i think that this is a case where maybe he got help in time not not quick enough in our opinions but maybe he got help in time and maybe he sees things differently and now if it's if it's his theory of of it him thinking that it's okay maybe he knows that it's not it's not normal and he can kind of work with those thoughts mm -hmm. and know that this is not a normal thing right and I think that with that he probably is going to have to remain in some kind of treatment whether that's mm -hmm. therapy uh, and medical professionals probably throughout the rest of his life because even if he is okay today you still have to live with the fact that what you did at eight years old yeah exactly and then everybody sees you as that yep because everybody knows now exactly so other than that there i've tried to search up guys like where's armor deep now like where has he been where's he living what's he doing is he has he made progress but there's literally nothing this case has remained mainly closed to the public and many of the documents have been sealed I know this was a short voters episode, but I think you guys would have liked to hear about something you probably didn't know even existed. Sure didn't. I want to ask you, Shay, if you were a judge or jury, what would have been your view on what to do with Armour Deep just based on the information given? Would you have gave the same sentence? I, I would give him a longer sentence for sure in psychiatric ward. But I don't think prison would have been the right answer for him. I think it would have just heightened the intensity of mm -hmm. his mental state. Um, I think that therapy and uh, treatment was the best option, but I think he could have done it a little bit longer. Yeah. Maybe until he was a teen or whatever, because when you're a child, your brain is so delicate, and one wrong thing can affect you for life. Right. So... That, yeah, I, I definitely would have given him a little bit longer, but I still agree that he should get, he, he, I'm glad they did the treatment and didn't put him in prison because I feel like it would have made him worse. Yes, I can agree. So with him being in a youth home until 18, I can conclude that he was receiving, I would hope that he was receiving mental help up until 18 Yeah. with therapy and medical treatment, but I, I don't know. I mean, I hope that what they did worked for him and changed him as a person and that he didn't just get out at 18 and started back doing bad things yeah i'd like to thank everyone who tuned in today and i would like to ask if you could give us a review on or rating on whatever platform you are listening to us on to today that would be awesome it helps us reach a larger audience and as always, remember to stay out of dark places and watch your back because you never know who's lurking. Bye. Bye.